So what do we think is actually going to happen in this UCLA-Alabama State game? Will they blow them out by 56 points? Will they cover a possible 50-point spread? Can they do all these things? Will they entertain this in the rain? All that and more coming up on Locked On UCLA. Let's hit that music, baby. You are Locked On UCLA, your daily podcast on the UCLA Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. It's Zach Anderson, Yoxheimer, your Locked On UCLA host, D1 play-by-play broadcaster, and die-hard Bruins fan. As we get ready, locked and loaded for Locked On UCLA, this episode is brought to you by BetOnline. They're where you can get all your sports waging, wagering information and all your live betting needs. BetOnline, they're bringing today's episode, and it will be a good one. We will bring the heat. Thanks for making Locked On UCLA your first listen each and every day. As we say, all right, let's pause. Let's stop tripping over all the words. Let's get locked and loaded Go subscribe on YouTube. Go comment. Rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Like, subscribe, continue. Thank you for the support and the love as we give you today's episode, Prediction Friday. Locked on UCLA. What will the Bruins do coming into this weekend against Alabama State? Rain in the forecast, mid-80s, high humidity, decently high humidity for SoCal and Pasadena, whatever. The only thing that's going to be high and mighty is the final score UCLA, we won't give that to you just yet. What exactly will happen for the this football game? We'll give you two scenarios, two very interesting scenarios. One, based on if it actually rains, and then two, if it doesn't rain. Let's start with the rain. Let's get crazy. What will the final score be if it rains on Saturday? Well, for UCLA, we're expecting the, the offense to maybe play a half a football. Either way, rain or shine or clouds or heat or whatever, exhaustion, they're only going to play half a football if we're lucky, maybe two and a half quarters of anything. But for UCLA's offense, they expect to dominate, put up 230, 40, maybe 50 yards on the ground. DTR, I think at most, going against this Alabama State defense, which we briefly talked about before, but... They can get after the quarterback and force some turnovers. They've already done their first couple of games. DTR will throw for 200 yards, a pair of touchdowns, and UCLA will run for three touchdowns in about 200 yards, probably by halftime. That is in a rainy game. In a rainy game. Alabama State, I don't think, would get anything going offensively in the rain. They've got a two-quarterback system. Chip Kelly's been, I think, quoted as saying, nobody really knows which quarterback they're going to go with, and Sometimes coaches don't like to give tells. Eddie Robinson Jr., the head coach of Alabama State, they've used backs, a variety of backs, a variety of receivers. They just spread the wealth around. And who knows what the defense is going to see? All they know is that the defense will get after the quarterback. They won't allow too many rushing yards for a defense that allowed the least amount of yards it's ever given up in a Chip Kelly-led team for UCLA, about 162 against Bowling Green. That number could be very similar come Saturday. If it does rain, I actually think that number will be lower than what they allowed against Bowling Green. 162 yards, and that's it. 
I think UCLA in the special teams game, maybe one more special team snafu if there's a rainy portion of this game. But other than that, I think they clean things up a bit more. And I say with the rain, one special team snafu. I think maybe a punt is dropped if it's actually raining during game time. I noticed in my weather app, I know there's different ways you can read the forecast, different apps, different things you can look up. Mine says 60% chance of rain and about 20% chance of rain actually during kickoff when the game kicks off at 2 p.m. So that's what we're dealing with. High mid-80s, maybe 79 degrees, seen a variety of forecasts. That's what could happen if there's rain and 60% humidity, although, you know, Alabama State from the south, they're expecting... This is weather they're not afraid of. But for UCLA, I think with the rain, they would win 56-3. to 56-3 is my rain-forecasted prediction. If there's no rain, then we're going to have some fun. We will have some fun. It could be a cloudy atmosphere, an uncomfortable atmosphere, but hey, we'll, we'll get over that. We'll list some reasons going forward as to why we should enjoy this game. And hey, why should you go to the game in person? That's coming up next after i give you what ucla will do in the game if it does not rain so if it does rain i say 56 to 3 ucla dtr for 200 yards a couple touchdowns three rushing touchdowns and 200 yards maybe for dtr keegan jones who knows if it doesn't rain now this is where the fun begins for ucla if they get the opening kickoff if alabama state wins the coin toss and decides to defer kickoff whatever I think Kaz Allen will return a kickoff for a touchdown. If he gets any opportunity, the opening kickoff, he's going all the way, and he can start the special teams unit, lighting a fire underneath them after a very slow week last week, kickoff return and kickoff coverage. It actually wasn't the problem for the Bruins in week one. Week two, I think it lights a fire, helps them offensively, and if Allen gets any sort of wiggle room, he's taking it, he's going, and even if he's a couple yards deep in the end zone, I actually think, He'll take off and return it for a touchdown as he's got the speed. Remember that epic SC performance he had where he had three touchdowns, big play, big play, and then return touchdown. I think he starts the Bruins off if they get the football first with the return touchdown. If they kick it off first, yes, we're getting very specific here. There weren't many prop bets for UCLA going against an FCS opponent. I saw the spread was 50. I think either way, they probably cover, although that is a tough line to take. Meanwhile, if they kick it off, if UCLA is going defense first, probably shocking to most, I think Alabama State finds a way to get a first down on their first drive and then immediately punt thereafter and the Bruins get things started. So either way, first possession for the Bruins offensively, expect a pretty quick big play touchdown, whether it be in the special teams game from Kaz Allen, I'm wholeheartedly expecting Allen to do something and spark the return. And then... With no rain, I know I'm promising. What am I promising with more rain? Well, a couple of things. I said 56 to 3 Bruins in the rain. With no rain, I'm saying 70 to 7 UCLA. 70 to 7. Yeah, that's something to get your hands up in the air for Bruins fans. Get that eight clap. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. UCLA. UCLA. Fight, fight, fight. That's right. That's what gets you excited in the rain for this locked on UCLA 70 to seven. So I'm saying two more touchdowns. I do say the Bruins give up a touchdown in a potential scenario with no rain. Although I think Alabama state would struggle with the weather a little bit 
just like we saw Bowling Green did last week, although very different scenarios. They were wilting on the field were those Falcons from the MAC last week. Alabama State, I don't think, will wilt in the rain, weather that's almost similar to what they face with the humidity and all that stuff coming from back home from the eastern part of the country, the southern part of the country. But for the Hornets, I think UCLA lays it on them even more, not just trying to run up the score, but this is a team who last year lost 62 to nothing to Auburn. 62 nothing. It regularly can get waxed by teams just with even superior athletes, even though those teams haven't been good that Alabama State's faced in the past. UCLA wins big, 70-7 to with no rain, 56-3 to with rain. If there's no rain, I say DTR maybe gets 250 in the air, a couple touchdowns, Zach Charbonnet 150 on the ground and two TDs. Will we see some Cam Brown? Will Michael Aziki be back? Of course, we'd love to see Jake Bobo get a touchdown as a Bruin. We'd love to see all those things. We've seen big plays, but we'd like to see Bobo get his first touchdown. I think he gets the first UCLA offensive possession touchdown. I did say Kaz Allen special teams return, but look for Bobo to get things going in the air. They want to get him a touch, make him feel better after that punt return muff from last week. I think the Bruins get him going early. So why should we not just watch this game? Why should you at home, why should we want to go to this game in person at the Rose Bowl? I've seen this little thing in the LA Times, Ben Bulge, everything. Why is attendance dwindling? Well, why should you go? I'll list off those reasons as we finish off this show with Locked on UCLA, but not before we give you some words from Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, podcasts, including this week's openings games in the NFL, whether it's week two or your third game for college football, whatever it is. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting, esports, and scores. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Go ahead to the website today, or you can use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet online where the game starts. Well, that was a fired up start, right? That was exciting. Bruins either 70 to 7 with no rain, 56 to 3 with the rain. Remember that. Keep me in check on Monday. We'll we'll keep tabs on that. And also the over-under of how many times I delay the eight clap into the show. That could be something to be bet on too. Also, maybe check on the rain. Maybe check on the rain. Will, will it actually rain? I think the last time it rained was back in 27. UCLA AM for a UCLA home game. I could be mistaken. Anyways, what's the reason we should see UCLA fans in the stadium? This is not, I'm not saying this is why we will see them in the stadium. I'm saying this next segment and two segments for the rest of this show is why you should, at home, think about going to this game. Okay, they're playing an FCS team. The streak is broken. There is only three teams in all of college football that have never played an FCS team, UCLA (laughs) and Notre Dame. Those three programs, until kickoff, on Saturday afternoon are the only three programs in the history of college football that have not played any FCS programs. Well, UCLA, Martin Jermond, you know, Michigan kind of didn't help UCLA. They kind of 
hurt them. They messed up the schedule, a series that was scheduled back in 2013. They said, all right, we're not going to play this game in Michigan, I believe it's supposed to be this year, and then return to the Rose Bowl next year in 2023. Wiped that out, had a year and a half to find a game, and Martin Germain got two for one this year and one next year. Why should we go to this game? Why should we care about the Bruins and Hornets? When we saw last week, nobody wanted to go. I was one of the few souls lucky enough to survive the heat in the Rose Bowl in SoCal and Pasadena last week. It was 105 degrees last week, I think, or maybe the high was 108. So reason number one for you to go to this game, it is not as dreadfully hot as it was last week. Will there be rain? Will there be humidity? A little cloud? Some UV rays? Okay, those can be a little bit of factors. But who doesn't love going to a college football game when there's some sort of weather if it's not just in crazy, crazy heat involved? Go go enjoy a rain game. My favorite rain game memory was UCLA-SC 2012. Now, obviously, not every game is SC-UCLA with the Pac-12 division potentially on the line and UCLA potentially knocking their berth in for the Pac-12 title game. No, it's not beating your crosstown rival. But everybody wants to enjoy the rain game. Maybe you can cool off. It's been extremely hot. I think that game's supposed to be one of the coolest days, if not the coolest day of the last week and a half or two weeks throughout California, which has been just blistering hot these last few days. So the rain. Enjoy the rain, the clouds. It's... I could handle 108 or 105, mostly in the sun in the Rose Bowl. We can all handle. You can handle at home. A much cooler game. Humidity, yes. Who? No, nobody likes to be sticky. It's fine. The rain. Enjoy it. It's football in the rain. It's it's what's meant to be. We don't get it in SoCal often, but enjoy it when it comes. Reason number two. I would just say the history. Of course, you don't want to see the streak end. Nobody wants to see the streak end where UCLA, they always play FBS opponents. But either way, history will be made, whether it's a streak bring, being broken or a new team, new history, new culture being brought in from an HBCU school, Alabama State, the Hornets out of the SWAC Eastern Division. And it's the first time the Bruins have ever hosted an HBCU team in the Rose Bowl during a regular season fashion. They get to come all the way here, Alabama State and play in the Rose Bowl, it's history. Regardless of if it's 70-7, to any game that's played in college football is always, almost always, something fantastic and beautiful to see, regardless of the end outcome. It's history, a streak being broken, something new being born. History will be made on the field that day. Whether you find that as my weakest reason, all right, go for it, knock it. I just say it's history. That's what's the reason for. Then, let's see, what, what other reasons could I have? What other potential reasons could I have? Well, it's the Pac-12 network. One of three straight Pac-12 network games for UCLA in this first three stretch of non-conference games. Who actually has the Pac-12 network? Who, by a raise of hands, actually has access to that and can watch the game at home without, quote-unquote, maybe bootlegging it or something? Who actually has access to that? Can you even watch the game at home? And don't answer if you're actually going to watch the game. Just who can actually have access to that and watch a, a crazy, awesome, big DTR run like he did last week or probably will do this week. Or as I said, a Kaz Allen return run for a touchdown. Maybe, maybe. Uh, you're probably not going to get that home. So why not go to the game in person? The tickets are like eight bucks. They're super cheap. Go enjoy the game in person. 
That's just a simple fact for me. The Rose Bowl, the tailgating factor, there's nothing like it. The tailgating factor at the Rose Bowl, you can go green grass everywhere. Although I did see a lot less green grass last week, I will admit they keep the greens really nice. Everywhere else is slowly dissipating in terms of grass with the drought and everything. But you can't beat tailgating in the Rose Bowl. And this time you don't have to wake up the crack of dawn to go do it like that 11.30 a.m. game against Bowling Green. You can just simply say, all right, we can breathe. We can sleep in a little bit this week and tailgate. Go to the Rose Bowl and tailgate. If you haven't done it before, I would say not just one of the best tailgating experiences in college football, probably the best. Not necessarily when you go on the road to other places and they can feed you and the fans are so nice, but just if you get your own shade, the grass, just the width of it, proximity to the Rose Bowl. Is it easy to get in and out of the Rose Bowl with parking and traffic? No, but I would just say tailgating at the Rose Bowl, nothing beats it whatsoever. Not a it's one of the best experiences. You come back buying that with an $8 ticket I, I've seen on websites. That's cheap tickets. Easy way to get in. Tailgate, eat, have a fun time. That's a great way to enjoy a Saturday afternoon. UCLA, Alabama State, that's what I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. Even though I did hear some UCLA fans in my circle of Bruin fandom say they tried to give up their tickets last week and offer up. No, this is the reason why you should keep these tickets or go to the game, buy those tickets people are trying to give up. They're cheap, easy to get in, tailgate, everything in between. And I am going to finish off with what I think, arguably, is the most important reason why we should either pay attention some way, whether it's on social media, whether it's streamed some way, and if you're in the stadium, this is what you should pay attention to this will be the most exciting thing that happens in the game the entire time. Hands down. Regardless of how many points the Bruins score, how many walk-ons score touchdowns, whatever it is, it is the Mighty Marching Horton, Hornet Band. I've teased it, but it's the Mighty Marching Hornet Band. They're exciting. They're electric. One of the best bands out there. The HBCU band's always electric. And here it is, Alabama State bringing their band. They're performing at halftime. I know last week it was too sunny to watch the, the little football players, the youth football players go play at halftime. This time, stick through the weather if there's any, or sit in your seats, get your food early, drinks, come back, watch the mighty Marching Hornet band. They're electric. They have the Stingettes, which is their dance line. They might even bring the Honeybees. I'm not even sure if they're bringing those. Yes, yeah, so they have the mighty Marching Hornet band, the Honeybees, the Stingettes, everything probably going on at halftime in the Rose Bowl. And Maybe, from what I remember, the Stanford band was one of the funniest things I've ever seen perform at halftime in the Rose Bowl. I think this will probably top this. Alabama State, they are showmen and showwomen, whatever. They're, they bring their show on the road, and they played in at NFL at halftime games, whether it be in Atlanta a couple of times or whatnot. They have a battle of the bands that actually Alabama State is going to host, normally for HBCU schools and just a celebration, and they just come perform for 60,000, 70,000 people in these Battle of the Bands. It hasn't happened in a couple years because of the COVID and everything, but they're led by Dr. James Oliver. He's their director of bands, their band director. He's been doing it for over four decades. I think he's been at Alabama State for about two decades now. He, he all, I remember watching him in an interview for this Battle of the Bands not too long ago, and it was said, the most important thing on the field is 
about this band is discipline. Discipline is the most important thing and most important part of a band. It's about taking care of business. And this whole weekend and this whole game for UCLA is about simply taking care of business, getting the job done, getting out injury-free, scot-free, playing much cleaner football than you did last week, and then simply watching this Alabama State band, the mighty Marching Hornets, kick butt. And what's funny is if you maybe remember the name of some sort, three years ago, 2019, I know a much different landscape of the world pre-COVID, but for UCLA and well, I guess not UCLA, but for the Rose Parade, it was Alabama State. They were the first HBCU band, the Mighty Martian Hornets, to lead the Rose Parade back for the 2019 Tournament of Roses Parade. So they've done big things. They've been on network television for shows, and they're going to be the most exciting thing in the Rose Bowl on Saturday. I can guarantee it. At halftime, watch it. They're, I've seen bits and pieces of their show. I know Martin Germont's already gone over and just told them, oh, they're coming. They're exciting. We've seen UCLA promote it. I have to promote it because it's awesome. It will be awesome. I guarantee it. It'll be the most exciting thing of the day, and that'll be the least controversial take I have. Will they have to deal with the elements? Maybe. Will they have to deal with the rain? Hopefully not. But that is the reason why you should stick in your seats at halftime. Maybe the most important reason of this lengthy list. I think I gave you, uh, what do I mean? One, two, three, and four. Make that Five reasons. The fifth, last, but most important reason as to why UCLA fans, you should go to the Rose Bowl and watch this UCLA victory against Alabama State. First time they've welcomed in an HBCU school. And that's why you should go watch them. You're going to get some players, get some playing time, and probably see people who don't get on the field all too often, get people from the other side of the country who have never played in such an iconic venue like the Rose Bowl and get arguably one of the best fans across all of colleges, all of college football, to come and perform in the Rose Bowl. And now we're all about the solid gold sound, yes, but this could be arguably the best rival or non-conference band, or any band for that matter, that maybe steps into the Rose Bowl. And that's saying a lot, considering the Rose Parade, everything Pasadena throws on for the Tournament of Roses Parade, Alabama State, maybe be back 2023 Rose Parade. Who knows? I know nothing about that, but they will be in the Rose Bowl Saturday, halftime. Check them out, tune them in, and expect the Bruins to win big. 2 p.m. kick. We're excited. Be prepared for that Locked On now. We'll get that instant reaction. We'll see if the band kicks them, but we'll see, most importantly, how much butt the Bruins kicked on Saturday, how good they did it, how badly maybe they slipped up some more with some bad mistakes maybe more penalties who knows we'll get to that more with our reaction mondays look forward to more recruits recruiting we see the bruins have some basketball recruits like brandon williams getting ready to commit some linebacking recruits as ucla is very short in the class of 23 we'll talk about all that in the weeks to come most importantly enjoy your weekend i think you should go to this game bruin fans the ucla football team needs our support your support especially and most importantly Find a way to watch that mighty Martian Hornet band from Alabama State. So that's going to do it for Locked On UCLA. Go check out Locked On Pac-12 with Spencer McLaughlin. He does a great show, checks out everything across the the Pac-12, whether it's crumbling some more, whether it finds a way to stick together. Go check it out. UCLA is still very much a part of this Pac-12 race this year and next year before the expanded postseason in college football 
gets to us rather soon. Check out Spencer McLaughlin. Make that your second listen. Locked on Pac-12. Meanwhile, for Locked on UCLA, that's going to do it for us here today. Get your hands in the air, Bruin fans. And a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. UCLA. UCLA. Fight, fight, fight. This has been Locked on UCLA. Go Bruins.